TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Can you just feel it? Can you just feel the, feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Just the discontent emanating out of Baltimore. Just let it wash over to you. Exercise the, the demons. So not only is the Lamar Jackson situation not going well, like I'll be, I so you know. Obviously, we follow Jason Lockenfora. He's been on the show. This, as a matter of fact, as soon as like a couple of weeks ago, talking about the Lamar Jackson situation. And, you know, I've followed Jason for as long as I can remember, and including when he started in, in kind of doing the show in Baltimore. And all of their shows have been, I mean, widely praising the Ravens year in, year out. Even oh, when they cause, haven't. Because they win. Well, yeah, but Exactly. This offseason is the first time I have heard people go after Eric DaCosta, the GM there. Sashi Brown, by the way, who's their team president, he gets a lot of heat on, on Baltimore Sports Talk Radio. And a lot of it derives from the Lamar Jackson contract situation. But I got to tell you, Eric DaCosta not having a great offseason. Because not only are there is the clock ticking down on whether... The Ravens are going to hit Lamar with an exclusive franchise tag or a non-exclusive franchise tag. But Eric DaCosta speaking at the Combine, this was yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And he was asked about the issues the, the Ravens have picking wide receivers. I would say a lot of people would say the same thing. It's a challenging position to evaluate in different ways. Um, I don't have a, if I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. Um, we keep trying, you know, I think there's a lot of things that go along with that position. Sometimes it's, it is tied to the quarterback and I think it's tied to things like durability. It's tied to a lot of things. We're going to keep swinging, you know, there have been some guys that have been successful players for us that were draft picks. We've never really hit on that all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing, I would say. But it's not for lack of effort. We believe in what we do. We believe in our scouting. We believe in the system that we have, the scouting system that we have. It's one of those anomalies that I really can't explain other than to say we're not going to stop trying. We're going to keep trying. I think we've drafted probably at least five or six receivers in the last four years, maybe. We're going to just keep swinging, and hopefully at one of these points we'll hit the ball out of the park. But that's our goal. We understand the importance of the position, you know, so we'll keep trying to do it. Now, it's important to note that all those guys he just mentioned are still on the roster, with the exception Including of Hollywood Brown. Rashad Bateman. Uh, and, and Rashad Bateman saw this. Not thrilled. Saw, he saw this uh, quote online, and he quote tweeted it, and he already deleted this, and he has, has kind of apologized for it. But this is Once the tweet. Once it's out there, it's never gone. How about you play to your player's strengths and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take mm -hmm. heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. Now, that was one response. It has been deleted. Then, Mike Davis, uh, the this year's backup running back for them, 
came out and basically confirmed everything Rashad Bateman said. Now I don't, I can't see Mike's Twitter because uh, he blocked me because I said some stuff in Carolina about him. Um, I said I said he was a league average back, and that really pissed him off because apparently the truth upsets some of us. It's okay, know your limitations, Mike. But he basically confirmed everything Rashad Bateman said. Can I just? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I just, I, I just, this is, I'll be honest, guys, number one. You, you remind me of something very funny that happened when I was a rookie in Minnesota. What's that? We had a uh, long snapper at the time, Colin Leffler, played mm-hmm. about 10 years in the league. I remember the name. From Texas. It was a tight end. I would, every and, year, and by the way, in Madden, tra- you'd We'd cut. be in training camp, mm-hmm. and this is totally sidebar, but I have to say this because you said this, it's very funny. He would, you know, people would put like, you know, Ben Gay on or like, you know, BioFreeze or whatever, like in the more like on your muscles, mm-hmm. you know, and it'd be like, nothing like the smell of analgesic in the morning. <laughs> oh, do you enjoy analgesic? That too. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Um, do you enjoy it's for training camp? The discontent just emanating out of Baltimore the way I do? Yes. Honestly, the only thing better than it is the Browns actually being good. But, like, the whole sting of Baltimore, and, and, and to Pittsburgh to some degree, the whole, the whole sting of it isn't just been that the Browns have stunk on crap since 1999. It's that the Ravens have been everything we wish the Browns were. It's, it starts with winning the title in 2000. Right, coming back with a different head coach 12 years later, winning it again. It's Ray Lewis. And uh, now, of course, Jonathan Ogden, that was the what fourth pick in the draft. That pick was earned by the Cleveland Browns. They drafted two Hall of Famers the year, at, the year they move out of Cleveland. The Ravens have been everything. Even when they've been bad, their, their, their floor has been our ceiling for most years. So to hear that Lamar is pissed at how they're being treated, to hear Rashad Bateman mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, and and by the way, they're easier to hate now because Ozzy isn't running the thing. I got no ties to Eric DaCosta. So to see Baltimore seemingly, I don't know that it's real, but seemingly start to burn, this is my fuel. And, and the fact that I still am reasonably confident about the Browns, give Baltimore 20 years of darkness. Like, seriously, and here's the thing. Some people like to watch the Steelers be bad more than the the rate, not me. Because the Steelers, listen, their fans might be uh, borderline illiterate. All right? Uh, their their host might take shots and start, you know, radio feuds with with, with this station. That's fine. Right? They, they might be entitled and pampered. That's what happens when you win almost all the time. So their crime is having success. And having high expectations. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have that crime. But the Roonies, they run a good ship. Mike Tomlin, wish he was our head coach. No offense, Kevin. Like, there's a lot to admire about the Steelers. Now that Ozzy isn't running the ship over there, I'm sorry, their fans are frauds. They stole our team, and then they have the, the, the cojones to act like it's their team. No, 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 no. You're just renting it for a little bit. All right, just a minute. You just a minute there, and and after they cried for, oh, they for, they have won a couple Super Bowls for twelve long years. Oh, the the Colts were stolen from us, and then you stole the Browns. 
eat bleep and die. Okay, that's a little heavy. But definitely that the was eat, a little heavy. I I'm think. still I'm working through some stuff. But definitely the eat bleep part of it. Okay, that I'm sticking behind. And then, uh, I don't even want to go any further because I need I need to see it play out on the field. I need to see the Ravens trade Lamar. Even at, like if you traded Lamar for Tua Tungavailoa, I think the Ravens would be in the the cellar next year. If you traded for Tua, yeah, because remember we had Albert on yesterday, and he mentioned that the Dolphins is kind of lurking in oh, the background. Why are you swiping at Tua the last two days? Um, yesterday you say he's not a franchise quarterback. Today you're now saying that he he wouldn't be any good in Baltimore. I think he was as good as he was because of Mike McDaniel and the perfect situation with two elite wide receivers. You put him with man, you you you're a hater. How am I a hater? Just having a football opinion about him. I think he's a great kid. Okay. Well, I hate your take. Well, I hate that you hate my take, but that's neither here nor there. But if you put two on that team next year, the Browns aren't in the the cellar dweller. Because I disagree. I've heard a couple people on this station say the the Ravens defense is great. The Ravens defense was really good this year in part because they had a bunch of 97-year-old football players on their team. They had JPP, Justin Houston, Calais Campbell, those guys aren't going to be there forever. Are you buying into the Ravens falling apart here? No. Why not? Because they're it's the same it's the same explanation I'm going to give you for Pittsburgh. Like until they actually fall apart, mm-hmm. I will not buy in. See, well, the difference is Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. The Ravens did have losing seasons with John Harbaugh, and even actually with Brian Billick as well. Like they've had okay. a much more yeah. fluctuate. They've fluctuated a lot more than than the Browns. Or sorry, than the the Steelers have. Have they? Yeah. Like look at the look. Let's just pull it look up. at who they let's were. Just, I mean, pull it up. Jason Lockenfora, when he came on, was like, "Oh yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson saved John Harbaugh's job." Five starting in 2015. This was uh, the the Joe Flacco contract that killed him. Five and eleven, eight and eight, nine and seven. Going back before that, what got uh, Brian Billick fired? Nine and seven, six and ten. There was that little thirteen and three there, uh, and then five and eleven. So they have had some significant down parts. They're not as indestructible feeling. Oh, and they, I don't think since they, two thousand they've had thirteen ten win plus seasons. Well, no, but the point was the Steelers haven't had any losing seasons under Mike Tomlin. That was the point. Okay. The Ravens. That's 15 years. Correct. 216-578-0092. And what's the worst year they've had? You mentioned that 5-11 and 11 year, but outside of that, I mean, every other year has been 500. Well, no, but going back to there was a 5-11 and 11 in 2007. But you the, didn't say that. You said since 2000 and... I actually said both. You sure? Yes. I called. I called right. out both bad stretches of football. Run the, what, run the tape. What got Brian? No, this isn't your uh, Cavs are going to win a title this year thing you had earlier. Um, are you guys buying that the Ravens are finally showing weakness? I actually think this is part of the reason why I don't think Eric DaCosta is going to trade Lamar, or why why they're going to. Sorry, that's a rabbit hole. You've got for for the possibility of Lamar being traded. You simply just have to non-exclusive tag him versus the exclusive franchise tag. But the Ravens still do have the right to match. 
I'm still like 80% sure Lamar is going to be in Baltimore next year and long term. But I think that comes with its own thing. I, I think paying Lamar is going to open up Pandora's box with some of the other guys you're going to have to let go. Uh, it almost feels like the dare and a dare I say it. Dare, dare. Dare, dare. Okay, that was a little creepy. Uh, it almost well, feels you like said a, it like I was supposed to say it creepily. It feels like a no-lose situation if you are uh, the Cleveland Browns. We're going to welcome on a Super Bowl champ. He is an NFL analyst. He's also co-host of the Purple Pre and Post Games on WJZT in Baltimore. You know him. You love him. Kadri Ismail joining us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Kadri, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me on. So how real is the panic in Baltimore? It's a good way to get into the interview. Just jumping right in. Just jump right in. You know what I'm saying? Just like, okay, we know that uh, Baltimore is our older brother, and we just sit back and we wallow in the dirt as they bask in the glory of awesomeness. (laughs) How many quarterbacks have y'all had since, gosh golly, we don't even know how many since Joe Flacco and... I mean, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say the sensitivity here leads me to believe it's that Rome is burning. No, 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 no. I'm I'm merely setting the table. See, this is the key. You set the table for basically what amounts to a strong, awesome question that <laughs> from one Cleveland area Browns like country to one juggernaut that is of the Baltimore Ravens, we don't have crisis over here. We just have what we call a, 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 a mere clearing the air so we can continue to get back to what we do best, which is winning. Yeah, I mean, the Browns and Ravens do have the same amount of playoff wins since 2015. When did you guys have? I believe that'd be 2020. More recent playoff win. Or, no, same year. <laughs> oh, oh, same year. Oh, oh, yeah. same year. So welcome okay. to those okay. prestigious waters. Huh. Wow. You guys you guys have Todd Munkin as your coordinator back then? Yeah, I don't have him now, though. That's like the, somehow the whole thing of keep turning off coach after coach after coach. That's that flow. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. I feel good. I feel great. I feel great. You want to talk Syracuse you football? You also changed your whole flow of your color scheme? No? Yes? Maybe? Uh, well, you guys stole about- a team. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I had that thing in the middle of the field, the little dude. Little dude. The he, elf. He looked cute. The elf. He looked cute. Yeah, Who's ever elf. died by the hand of a raven, Kadri? Man, the raven is one of the most intelligent creatures. Better than the elf who's imaginary. You know, who would you want? Who would you want? You want a cool raven with uh, the magnificent uh, royal purple and black, or would you rather have the dull-looking brownish guy with long ears and the boot thingy with the point coming up out of him? And somehow you have a dog found that you don't even curb the dog, so the feces is everywhere. And then the elf dude steps in all of it, and it smells when he walks around. And then, you know, the, the brown feces and walking around, it all mixes together. And then you have a pound. Like, who wants to have a dog pound? Like, you know, how, how about, like, helping the dog get out and be free and win and all the things of glory? Is he eating his phone? 
I think he's eating his phone a little bit. Are you eating your phone, Condry? No, I'm not eating my phone. Am I eating my phone? Sounds like Am it. Am I eating it? Sounds I'm like eating you're eating it. your phone. I'm eating it. How about now? Is that better? Oh, much better. Very, much, very better much better. Much better. Have I chewed my phone? <laughs> <laughs> you're like the dog pound. We just chew on dog dog toys. There we go. There it is. Uh, there it is. Okay. I believe he said dog feces. <laughs> um, right. Eric DaCosta. Okay. I've, I, I don't know a lot about this guy. You I certainly know a lot more than I do. Uh, do you guys like him? Do you guys think he's a good GM? Yeah, dude was one of those hand-picked uh, successors, if you will. Right. Uh, Steve Bashotti took over. Ozzy Newsom, who we both cities know very well, and Ozzy uh, did his thing, cultivated him, groomed him, and now he's in the seat of power. I think for Eric Costa, yeah, he's he's in a position of trying to uh, to build a franchise. Kadri Ishmael joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, Kadri, I do want to ask you, what is your confidence level? Lamar Jackson will not just be back in Baltimore next season, but for uh, the, the next several seasons. Judging by the press conference at the Combine, I would say it is fairly high that he will be back, and I am confident that it will be a successful uh, campaign, meaning that he'll be here for years to come. The uncertainty of it all is that this is the NFL and nothing surprises you. Kadri, do you think there's uh, how much of a chance do you think that he gets the non-exclusive tag, which would allow other teams to negotiate with uh, Lamar? Well, I think the non-exclusive tag it really isn't um, in the Ravens. You know, it, it, it really isn't advantageous for the Ravens. I mean, if you really are saying all the things that you're saying as far as getting a deal done, number one, before the tag even comes into play. Number two, when it comes to the non-exclusive, then basically you're allowing other teams to kind of, you know, almost poison pill you, if you will. Um, they can, you know, put it to a point where they front load the contract, maybe have roster bonus as opposed to signing bonus. Therefore, it kills your cap number, and now the Ravens are kind of up against it. So I think there are nuances there that teams can kind of do to obviously get a generationally talented player on their team. So I don't think that would be in the Ravens' best interest to to do the the non-exclusive. Kadri, you played receiver. Um, today there was talks about the receiver position, and certainly uh, Rashad Bateman took uh, a little bit um, – he didn't like what uh, DaCosta said, and he yeah. tweeted about it and talked to whatever. He deleted the tweet since, but what do you make of that whole situation? Well, the one thing I will say, I mean, tweets don't go away. And so basically, you know, Eric DaCosta was quoted as saying there have been uh, some guys that have been successful players for us that were draft picks, and he kind of went on and, and talked about how they never really hit at wide receiver and had, you know, the pro bowl and all pro guys. And that's where I think it drew the ire of Rashad. And he was like, how about you, uh, how about you play to your player's strength and stop 
pointing the finger at us and number eight, meaning obviously Lamar Jackson. Blame the one you let do this, which I believe is Greg Roman, and we take the heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Uh, care about us and see what happened. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. So that was a tweet that was deleted. And, you know, I, I think in today's game, the way in which coaches used to coach, the way uh, general managers used to conduct business, you can't do that any longer. Um, the, the, the landscape has changed. You know, we are having this back and forth on radio and, and going back and forth with it. But if we decided to take this over to Twitterverse, now all of a sudden it takes on a whole different, you know, platform because of the way people will interpret and, you know, read into nuances of, of our words. And, and so it, it really, I think for uh, Rashad, um, if he obviously deleted the tweet, but if he were to have some conversations with, you know, Eric Acosta and be like, Hey, you know, coach, or Eric, you know, you know what's, what's up? You know, what, what's going on? Um, I think that he probably would have had a different feeling and a, a different vibe of things. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, today's player and, and what goes on between player and, and team, it, it's far different than what the traditional look of, of conversations have been in the past. Kadri, got to ask you, have the Ravens been capping about players? <laughs> now, I'm not on the inside, but I think from the outside looking in, there has been this perception of, yeah, the Ravens don't have anyone at receiver. And... At the same time, sometimes perception is reality because what have you done for me lately? We all have the, the metrics right out in front of you. And you can easily Google any player and, and look at all the, the analytics you want of how many passes were thrown to them, what side of the field, what deep ball, all those things, how many drops, you know, targets, you name it. And so I think for what the Ravens offense was about um, it was so run dominant and the, the schematics of it all from the passing attack, it was more um, tight end first than receiver in the read and progressions. And so I think for what bait is trying to say, he's frustrated because the captain part is, Wait a minute, y'all ain't even like, you know, put us in a position to, to even succeed and try. So now all of a sudden you acting like we ain't all pro, but y'all ain't even doing anything to help us get up to be all pro. Y'all ain't even doing anything to, to develop us in a scenario that um, we can make plays. And I think that's his frustration, which is a conversation technically you should have behind closed doors, but here we are, and now I'm behind enemy lines explaining it over to the elf dudes with the toe shoes and the dog pound. Very nice way to end the conversation there, Kadri. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> you, you got, you and your family are, are, I mean, burners. I mean, you guys could run, you could, you could, you guys were amazing. 
Uh, you're what, 52 years old now? Yes, sir. If you, It's combine week. If you were at the combine right oh. now, oh. What, what would you run the 40 in? Oh. Realistically. Realistically. So- like, like, I, could you I, could you break four eight four seven? I think I can break four eight easy. Okay, I think four seven. That's mo- by the way, that's moving at at fifty years old. Yeah, I mean, in all truthfulness, I I do sports performance training, so it, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. So you're still in couch. shape. Is is your point? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, be like, oh god, what is he doing? He's no. I do this all day every day, and these young whippersnappers, they be coming out here, be like, oh, coach, you know, you're the missing. Come on, let me race you. Okay, you're gonna get beat, but let's do it. And so you just beat them a couple of times, and then they, okay, coach, I'll listen to what you said. You know that sort of thing. Who's the fastest brother? And I knew you were gonna say that next. I knew yeah. it. I was. Well, I had to ask prepared for that. Had to ask. Well, him. honestly, whew, <laughs> I'm in better shape than my brother, and it, and I still don't know if I can get him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, there's DNA, and there's DNA. I mean, that's like saying. You know who's who's uh, the goat? You know, is it is it LeBron or or MJ? You know, you can go back and forth, but and and, and don't get it twisted either. See, this is where you put this stuff out there on Twitter. All of a sudden, ah, now you're comparing yourself. No, I didn't say anything about comparing myself. I use what is called an analogy just to say my point is that DNA wise, like Michael Jordan, his movement looked so much more fluid and beautiful compared to LeBron's, where LeBron's is more brute strength. Now, that being said, those guys are mega DNA superstars that, you know, are, are that of legend, and, and off they go. So, yes, there you go. I qualified it. All right, Kaji, before we get you to go here, can I get you to apologize for stealing a team about 25 years ago? Ah, ha, ha. How can you say such things when we know that Art Modell should be in the Hall of Fame? The Hall of Shame. We wouldn't, had, we wouldn't even have Monday Night Football, let alone Thursday Night Football and Amazon Prime and Apple trying to jump up there and YouTube TV now. And so football wouldn't cool be stuff. football wouldn't be popular if not for Art Modell? Because I, I think we can uh, disprove that pretty quickly. Mother of Pearl. I'm telling you, you guys got a nice stadium over there. Oh, it's garbage. And it looks, it looks so pretty. No, See? it's not. There you go. And your colors. Mm-hmm. And your records are all there. They're oh, all there. Yeah, except for four years. Yeah, and then oh. and then an organization was stolen. But Kadri, I get it. You don't want to admit that on air. I mean, You've you already it. called you, yourself LeBron you're or Michael world, Jordan. You're a world champion because of it. <laughs> yep. All that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're not uh, not still harboring feelings. Hey, Enjoy hey, the hey, dumpster fire. May I? May I just simply say that you guys have ownership that. Decided to rock the boat again, and all the owners at the owners' meeting gonna be looking at D all sideways, like, "Girl, what you doing here? Coming to the golf tournament? No, no, girl, what you what you trying to sit down for? All right, because you Ka- guaranteed the fullness of the contract, and now y'all in a position where all these other quarterbacks gonna be like, "Yo." including Lamar, and everybody's going to be like, yo, we want our money. And it's all going to be the have and fall. Y'all going to be like, oh, my gosh, here goes Cleveland doing it all over again. You guys are trendsetters. That's good. Kadri, we, we got 30 seconds, maybe 20. Uh, give me your best Deshaun Watson take, hot take. Oh, God. I, I, I think he is an amazing talent, and I think he screwed up in the head. Okay. All right. All right. Well, enjoy the stolen team, Kadri. We appreciate you. Have a good day. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, fellas. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 